Hello and happy Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all the mommies out there. Happy Mother's Day to the daddies that are also doubling down and our mommies as well. I hope all of you guys are feeling the love and appreciation from your family. And if you're not, you're feeling it from me today because I want to let all of you know that you are appreciated and everything that you do for your children is very valuable and important. Today I want to talk about why we do what we do. This last, these last few weeks, I feel like I've been on a very definitive journey of uh, taking out what doesn't serve me anymore, kind of purging all of the situations, the people, um, the information I ingest, um, a lot of purging in my life, and. I'm still going through it. It's kind of a bumpy road, um, you know, because I've noticed that when you do that, when you start purging out things and situations that aren't working for you anymore, um, you start to see kind of people drop off. It's kind of like lighting one of those citronella candles um, when, you know, there's flies outside or like bugs. And, you know, eventually all the bugs in that area kind of disappear because you have the citronella burning and those bugs can't stand that smell. So it's kind of like that. I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that are popping up in my life that need my attention with the purge of these situations, these people, um, you know, realizing what relationships are important to keep and which relationships are important to disassemble. And and I want to preface all of this by saying that when you're going through these emotional purges and you're trying to sh- like sort through all the blocks in your life of what serves you and what doesn't serve you, it's kind of like spring cleaning and it gives you the chance to begin to be able to look at yourself objectively look at yourself in the mirror and say all right what the fuck is going on and it's kind of like a wake-up call I want to say I really do feel like it's almost like a wake-up call like you're looking at things and you're just like fuck okay Um, you're doing these things because of X, Y, and Z. And I've talked to you guys about this before, about, you know, my issue, because I am in no way perfect. And although I cherish and am learning how to be in relationships where I, you know, um, that are functional, I am very cognizant of this problem that I'm actively working through which is the fact that most of my relationships I've brought on, yes, they haven't worked, right? They weren't successful relationships, but that was the reason why I was going towards them. You know, I'm choosing, I'm going out of my way to choose emotionally unavailable people because it reduces the risk of having to be in a relationship. 
having to be accountable for another person's feelings, having to be accountable for your own feelings. It's, you know, it was the ultimate subconscious sabotage to help keep my own feelings safe because it's, it's, it really is safe to not embark on relationships, right? And to just be with yourself, not get involved. All you have to do is focus on yourself. You take care of yourself. You're kind to other people, but just being by yourself and worrying about yourself is a very simple and, you know, for the most part, peaceful life. But, you know, you introduce other people's feelings, other people's emotions, you know, I'm not going to say it gets complicated, but you know, it's, it's more complex and not in a bad way. Yeah. I mean, I, I firmly believe it's as bad as you feel like it's going to be, but it's, you know, it's an, it's a complex series of motions that you go through when you insert another person's well-being, another person's feelings, somebody that you want to protect and love, you know, um, there's a lot there. And dissecting why it is we make specific moves in our life is going to help us unlock what we can do to solve those problems. So this can range from, you know, like something like what I go through, right? That self-sabotage move where I am embarking on relationships that I know won't work because I'm trying to keep myself safe, right? For other people, it's one night stands, right? And for the most part, that is almost the same kind of, you know, toxic undergoing, right? You know, you're trying to keep yourself safe. So I was talking with a friend last night because, you know, my dog was up with a tummy ache. So what else was I going to do? I needed to keep myself busy. So I was talking with a friend and, you know, he was asking about one of my episodes and I told him, you know, oh no, you know, I know that the per- this person, it had nothing to do with me. The person that I was with that, you know, I was having trouble with emotionally, their issues had nothing to do with me. It was all very skin deep for them. And, you know, he had a very, very complex trauma, it seemed, you know, based on the way he interacted with people, his avoidance techniques, um, you know, his ability to trust, his ability to love, you know, there was a lot of need for validation and acceptance. And this is in no way a cap towards him. I know I joke a lot, you know, I like to joke because it brings levity, but you know, in all seriousness, you know, a lot of people have those, you know, needs for exception and validation from our partners. And, that can really, really hinder our ability to have functional relationships with people. And that's because that validation needs to come from yourself. It can't come from another person. You can't expect somebody that, you know, a foreign body to be able to validate the territory of your home, which is your body, right? Um, You can't expect them to be able to validate you. That validation all comes from yourself. And the second that you stop expecting other people to be able to validate your worth and, you know, all of those other things in your life, um, 
you know, you, you get to a specific point emotionally when you don't need that anymore, you feel like you don't need that, um, that, you know, you begin to grow and, you know, he's not at that point yet. He, you can tell, he has no idea why everything is happening the way it happens in his relationship life. To him on the inside, it's, you know, why is this happening to me? Why do I keep running into these bad people? Why, why is it not working out? You know, I'm doing everything I can. And, you know, from the outside, right, from the, the receiver's perspective, it feels like he's not doing anything. Oh, he's not moving. He's being very blah, blah, blah. He's being this. He's being that, etc. right? On the outside. But on the inside to him, he probably feels like he's doing a lot. He's putting forth his, you know, best effort. He's being honest. He's being clear. He's being concise. He's being loving. He's being affectionate, you know, to him. But you can tell it's very half-hearted. And he can tell too because he doesn't want to give all of that to somebody, to just anybody, right? Because there's that need for protection. And I'm not trying to psychoanalyze him. I could be totally wrong. But that's what I see when I, you know, kind of step out objectively, step out of my feelings and look at, you know, what it is he may be going through. And I know my feelings are important. A lot of people are just like, no, fuck what he's feeling. What about you? And it's just like, no, I've had the time to heal and be upset and, you know, um, you know, point fingers and do this, this, and this. But at the end of the day, I was the one that embarked on that relationship with him, regardless of the flags. I was like, I was one of those people. I wanted to see just how red the flag was. <laughs> it was red. I, I confirmed. It was red. It was very red. Like Lucky Charms box red. It was red. Um, and that was, that was my choice. He didn't put a gun to my head. You know, I made the choice to embark on the relationship with him, even though I knew that he wasn't a good match for me because he is not at that point emotionally where he's willing to be open. Maybe I'm not the person that he wants to be open with. And you have to really, really be able to accept that when things don't work out with people, right? For whatever reason, you know, they cheat on you, they break up with you, they don't give you, you know, the right affection that you want, or maybe they're just not into you, right? It just doesn't work out. It's important to realize that it's not about you. Whatever they're going through within themselves, that's their journey, that's their business. They're not trying to be psychoanalyzed they don't want you to sit there and try to understand them sometimes they do but a lot of the times they don't because if they did they'll you know they'll let you know but you might not be that person that they don't want to open up to and that's fine the only thing that you can hope is that they find somebody they want to open up to or they open up to themselves right like I said that whole you know you envision standing in front of a mirror right and looking at yourself objectively. You're looking at yourself for who you are and why you do the things that you do. You know, we avoid uh, intimacy because we're afraid of getting hurt, right? I have a friend that, you know, she was convinced. She's like, no, I just want to fuck. You know, I don't want to get into any feelings. But every single time she'd hook up with somebody, she'd get feelings. Because that's what she really wanted. She wanted to have somebody that was loving and doting and emotional and, you know, caring. 
but she hadn't found that person yet. And everybody that she wanted to have that with didn't want it with her. You see, you attract what you're ready for. I really do believe that. You do attract what it is you're ready for, what you're ready to accept, what you're ready to grow with. And a lot of the times when we're in these relationships, right, or situationships where um, you're getting the chance to learn more about what you want because I really do believe that these situations are learning experiences to get to know yourself better, right? You're in these relationships where people don't text you, they ghost you or, you know, they don't take you on dates or they don't like PDA or, you know, whatever. And you want that. And you didn't realize that you wanted that until you were in a situation where you wanted it and you weren't getting it because they didn't want to give it. So all these situationships, these relationships, these quote-unquote failed attempts at connections with other people happen. It is a chance to be able to get to know yourself better. It's a chance to be able to Look objectively at yourself and be honest about what you want. If you want if you want your partner to slather you in peanut butter and eat you from head to toe, I mean, that's what you want. Okay? I promise you there's somebody out there that would want to do that. You just have to be honest about what you want first. You know, the exterior is not going to judge you. Right? You're, you shouldn't judge yourself for the things that you want in a partner or in a relationship. You know, it's not like there's this ultimate judgment in life, you know, that's going to punish you. <laughs> I mean, if you do believe in that, then, you know, definitely all for you. But I don't believe that we should not give ourselves the things that we want when we want to connect with another person. It, uh, obviously, given it's not hurting the other person, it's not illegal, and I don't want to condone any illegal activity. Um, you know, things that don't hurt another person. When you When you want something in a relationship that's consensual with another person, right, that's the word they're looking for. If what you want in a, in a relationship with another person consensually is something that's important to you. It's something that you want in a relationship. You feel like it'll make you happy. You have to start being honest with what it is that you want. Otherwise, you're going you're gonna to continue getting into relationships with people that don't give you what you want just so that it can emphasize what you do want in life. It's a funny little cycle. And sometimes I can't help but laugh at it because it is kind of comical. You know, you see yourself, you're just like, what the fuck? Why do I keep getting into relationships with people that are not giving me what I want? You know, I keep bumping into, you know, the same guy that, you know, doesn't want to commit, doesn't want relationships, doesn't like PDA, doesn't want blah, blah. Because I'm a big PDA person. I realized uh, just recently I love learning new things about myself at the ripe age of 26 um, that I really, really like PDA. So now I'm open about the fact that, you know, I like PDA. Hey, that's like a deal breaker for me. If you're going to not want to hold my hand, if you're not going to want to like, you know, slap the little butt every now and again in public, you know, not like aggressively, but, you know, just like a little tap or like a peck here and there in public or hugging, you know, that's really big for me. I really like that. 
for me, that shows that you aren't afraid to let everyone know that I'm with you. You're with me. And I guess that's a form of validation seeking, right? Um, but it's it's a form of validation seeking that, you know, has been grown out of consistently being in relationships where people didn't want to validate being with me. Don't take pictures with me. Don't post pictures of me. You know, always hiding me in the closet type of thing. And when you're in those relationships enough times, you start to kind of get PTSD from that shit. You know, you start to you start to be more, you start to want it more, you know, aggressively. You start to want it more aggressively. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that it's good to kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of like desens, it's like a desensitization. I couldn't talk. Desensitization. Desensitization. You know what? There's a word. I said it the first time. I'm not going to say it again. That word desensitize you're trying to desensitize yourself or at least I'm trying to desensitize myself from the overwhelming desire to want validation for my partner in that way in the way of PDA you know like he's not afraid to you know show the external show his friends show the public like this is my girl I'm with her there's no question about it we're in a relationship and it's something again that's something that I can look at myself in the mirror and realize, right, I just broke that down, that I like PDA and why I like PDA and what I need to solve within myself. Um, you need to look at yourself. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the situation actively as I'm talking through this with you guys. And I'm just like, okay, how can I, you know, kind of transmute this behavior, right? Is it making sure that whoever I'm choosing is clear with the kind of relationship that they want. You know, I want this kind of a relationship with you. And a lot of the times, you know, I found guys also get kind of scared of that too. You know, they're just like, oh, well, you know, I'm no, I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready for all that and, and blah, 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 blah. You know, it could be for a number of reasons. You know, I can't claim to say that I know exactly why, men might think this way or have this aversion, you know, like, oh, well, you know, maybe I don't like you that much and I don't want to, you know, post anything or I don't want to like do anything like that. And it's just like, okay, you know, if that's not going to come naturally to you, that's okay. But realize that that's what I want out of a relationship. And if I start to sense that it's kind of dead end and and just kind of dicking me around, then eventually I'm just gonna be like, okay, well, I think this is where we part ways because we don't see eye to eye. You need to find somebody that sees eye to eye with you on those things in a relationship where they're just like, no, I want to go out with you all the time. I want to hang out with you all the time. I want to get to know your friends and family. I want you to get to know my friends and family. Like I am trying to date you. I like you. I want to get to know you more. And it's not like a declaration of like, oh, we're going to get married. It's just a relationship. Like how weird would it be if I didn't know my best friend's family? I know my best friend's whole family. I know her middle name. I know her PIN number to her card. <laughs> I have a key to her house. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, how weird would it be if, like, over a decade of friendship I've had with this person and I don't know any of her family. 
I don't know her middle name. I don't know when her birthday is. Like how weird would that be? And that's kind of how I break things down and kind of simplify it. You know, wouldn't it be weird if you didn't know these things about a friend? You know, if you if your friend never invited you to their birthday parties or, you know, if they were having kickbacks at their house, they never invited you. It's kind of like that when you're dating somebody. The only thing is that it's more romantic. You guys are holding hands. You guys are intimately connected. You know, it's it's different, but it's the same. It's a relationship. And people are afraid of the R word, relationship. And I'll keep saying it, relationship. It's a relationship. And in relationships, you get to know each other. You get to know the moving parts of their life. Sex or no sex included, right? When it comes to your friends or when it comes to your lovers or when it comes to your boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. Husbands, wives. You are getting to know them. You are getting to know the moving parts of their life. So that's how it intertwines. That's how it connects. That's how, you know, you build connections with people. They've always said that your best relationships come out of people when you were friends with them first. Why? Because you were getting to know them in a stress-free environment. But see, the thing is, is that we oftentimes create the stress of that relationship process. It's like, oh, well, you know, oh, I like, I'm not trying to put a label on it. You know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do this. And, you know, I don't know if I want to, you know, spend the rest of my life with this girl. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on there, partner. Take it step by step. You see this person. You like this person. You want to get to know this person. The more you hang out with them, the more you want to get to know them, right? If you only hang out with them fucking once a month, or in this case, right, you're only having sex with them maybe once or twice a week, and there's nothing else beyond that, you're not getting to know them. You have no idea who they are. Like Mr. O-Man from my last episode that I talked about. Um, he has no idea who I am. And what's funny is that he thinks he knows everything there is to know about me. He has no idea that I used to play water polo. He has no idea that I'm actually, you know, when I'm not being a lazy piece of shit, a very athletic person, very athletically inclined. He doesn't know that I'm an artist. He doesn't know that I have a podcast. He doesn't know that I've had dogs my whole life. And he thinks that I am like the boringest person that he has ever met. It's like, no shit, because all we were doing was having sex, you dumbass. Of course I seem like a boring person. You have no idea who I am. (laughs) But, you know, everybody thinks that somebody they don't know. Well, not me. I don't think that everybody that I see on the street is like this boring person. But the fact of the matter is that I don't know them. You're not going to get to know somebody by just having sex with them. You get to know their intimacy, right? You know, what what turns them on, what doesn't turn them on. You know, you get to see private parts of them that aren't openly displayed in the public. And that's important too. Sex is very important. But you don't, you're not getting to know what makes them who they are. You're not getting to know what their favorite color is. What's their favorite hobby? Do they like movies? Do they like shows? Are they a coffee person or a tea person? Do they like do they like soda or or teas? You know, um, do they like ice cream or do they like froyo? You know, they, you're not getting to know who this person is, so there's no way for you to gauge if they're even a good match for you just by having sex with them. And that's why I say, you know, 
you got to under, you, you no, you have to oversimplify the process of relationships and getting to know people. Break it down to like a friendship. Obviously, you're not trying to friend zone them. But in your mind, break it down to like, if they were my friend, I'd want to hang out with them. I'd want to invite them to go do activities with me and my friends. I'd want to invite them to go do things. I'd want to get to know them. I'd want to meet this person. I'd want to get to know this person. I'd like to show them this thing. You know, because the way I see it, romantic relationships are almost identical to your standard close friendships. You tell them intimate parts of your life. You spend good amount of time with them. You party with them. You get drunk with them. Um, you hug them a lot. You eat with them. Sometimes you like sleep in the same bed. Like I've slept in the same bed with my friend like a gajillion times. You know, the only, pro- the only difference is that you're not fucking them a lot of the times. You know, I, it's, you're not having sex with your friends. At least not that I know of. I mean, I don't know everybody's life, but, you know, just for the sake of example, your friends, your social platonic friends, you're not having sex with them. But you're doing everything that you would, for the most part, do in an intimate relationship minus all the intimate parts. Or not all the intimate, um, minus all the, like, close contact, the holding hands, the kissing, the sex. You know, minus all that stuff, it's almost identical to a friendship. So if you're looking and you're undergoing um, or trying to embark on a relationship with somebody and you're looking at, you know, oh, well, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't know if I'm going to take this person to meet my mom and what if she wants to have 12 kids and what if she wants to live in the city and I want to live in the suburbs. It's like, God damn it, chill. You do not think of all these things when you're trying to, you know, get to know a friend. You are not thinking about all these things. And if you try to tell me that you are, I call madcap. That is not true. (laughs) You are trying to just get to know the basics of who they are as a human being. What they like. If their likes match your likes. If their dislikes and your likes kind of level things out. That, That is what you need to look for in a relationship. And when it comes to combating and trying to understand why you do what you do in certain situations, you have to practice looking at yourself and your situation objectively. Looking at your situation and realizing, hey, yo, I might be doing this because of this. You don't need to be overly critical. You don't need to know all these, you know, psychology phrases or whatever, but being honest with yourself about why you do the things that you do or why you might be feeling a certain way really does carry you a lot farther than lying to yourself to spare your own feelings and then beating yourself up when things don't work out. I am going to end today's episode and today's lovely Mother's Day by letting you all know that every day is a really, really important aspect of your life every day brings the possibility of change and possibility and love and all that ooey gooey stuff so be kind to yourself be patient with yourself learn that Rome indeed was not built in a day and you cannot change years worth of bad habits in 20 seconds 
It's going to take some time to kind of work through and sift through all of these things in our lives. I love all of you. Happy Mother's Day. I hope you are taking care of your mother's right. I'm about to go to the farmer's market with my mom. Bring my little pooping dog with me. I love all of you guys. Have a great week.